Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. The same day Sadducees came to Jesus, who say that there is no resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses said if a man dies having no children, his brother must marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us, The first married and died, having no children, and left his wife to his brother. So to the second and third, down to the seventh, after them all the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, of the seven, whose wife will she be? For they all had her. But Jesus answered them, You are wrong, because you know neither the Scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And when the crowd heard it, they were astonished at his teaching. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Now while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question, saying, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to them, How is it then that David in the Spirit calls him Lord? saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how is he his son? And no one was able to answer him a word, nor from that day did anyone dare to ask him any more questions. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor David Miller. In Jesus' name. Back in the late 1970s, my dad served as the pastor of a congregation in South St. Louis. I remember one time how he got very angry because an elderly lady in our congregation had gone into the hospital, and a seminary student, a young man studying to be a pastor who was doing field work at the hospital uh, that particular term, had visited her without my dad's knowledge or permission. The visit itself wasn't the biggest problem. It was the specific thing that he told that dear Christian lady, and that had her very upset. Uh, He had said to her that she shouldn't worry about death because in the end it doesn't matter. Quote, we all die like chickens. That is, death really is the end of everything for each of us. There is no hell and eternal death to fear. But then there isn't any eternal life and resurrection of the body either. My dad went right over to the hospital to visit her, 
And he reassured her that what we confess in the creed is what the Word of God teaches. I believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. We die like chickens. That's what the Sadducees in today's reading believed. They had the books of Moses, but likely influenced by the pagan philosophers of their era, they refused to believe in the resurrection and eternal life. The religion they practiced was very devout, but it was only for this life. And proud as they were of their heritage as children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, these patriarchs had, after all, well, died. So the very phrase in which they took so much pride, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, ironically testified to them that their God was indeed only a God of the dead. In a very important sense, they actually were right. The one true God, the living God, really is the God of the dead because he is our God. He was the God and Father of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the God of Moses and the God of Abraham, but they all died, and certainly they remain that way to this day. The God of all creation, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is our God, and we will die. All mankind is subject to death, and this is the inevitable truth, because all have sinned. Paul said it very clearly, the wages of sin is death. Frankly, right now, in our sinfulness, we are nothing but the walking dead. Our bodies simply haven't caught up yet. The God of Abraham may be your God, too, but if so, then he is still the God of the dead. But our dear Lord Jesus today says otherwise. He says, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Though to all appearances, because of our sin, he is the God of the dead, Jesus says he is not. After all, how can the living God, who is life himself, be the God of the dead? I am Yahweh, the living God. He must be the God of the living. And therefore, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, though dead, are nevertheless the living. That is, in God's eyes, these three patriarchs do live for the sake of the death of Jesus, the Son of the living God, and the place of all who are dead in their sins. Abraham believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. For Christ's sake, whom the Father had promised to Abraham, God counted him righteous, sinful no more, and where sin is no more, death is no more. So also you and I, though still sinful and dead, still burdened by this body of death, as Paul puts it, for Jesus' sake, we are declared righteous before God, and so to him we also live. We live because he died our true eternal death for us. And so in holy baptism, we died with him. And our life is now hidden with Christ and God. So even now, though our sinful flesh must still someday die, the deepest truth is that we live in him. And he lives in us, even as he is risen from the dead. For he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. So then, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and you and I and all who are forgiven by God, we live. We live now, though that living always looks to our earthly lives like dying, we will live forever. Body and soul. 
God who lovingly created your soul and your body, who lovingly redeemed your soul and your body by his own bodily crucifixion and death, will never give you some sort of spiritual, eternal half-life and leave your body behind. Not at all. Your body is redeemed to eternal life just as much as your soul. God is the God of the living, not just the halfway living. That poor, that poor Seminac student, how sad for him. No hope for the resurrection and eternal life, and so no true joy for this life either. I pray our dear Lord Jesus straightened him out like he did those Sadducees and comforted him like he's comforted us. What a wonderful promise Jesus has given to you and to me when he said, For God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You see, that really is to say nothing other than that, for his own sake, your sins really are forgiven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.